fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. It is that time again. Welcome into the program on a post-Monday celebration, the Tuesday, the second Tuesday of May. What does that mean? That means today, ladies and gentlemen, is election day for many states across the nation. Hey! And boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. Welcome into the program. This is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas. Not my election today here in Kansas, but it is election day for many for primary season. So we have a lot to talk about today, a lot to get to. And thanks for joining us on radio, TV, live streaming, or pro uh, podcasting. However you may watch or listen to the show, we appreciate you very, very much. Big show, Paul Preston. Uh, it's been a while since we've had him on the program. Uh, host of the show, Radio 21. And then also, he is the head of the movement for a new California state. He'll be joining us at the bottom of the hour. How is that movement going? Is he working to split Northern California into an entirely new state? Is it going to work? Will he succeed in that? And where is that along with the state of politics in the state of California as well? So we'll get to all that and more in a little bit. We have Election Day for North Carolina today. Kentucky, Oregon, Idaho, and of course Pennsylvania that's been on the minds of a lot of individuals and the mainstream media. Uh, No, obviously uh, not going to be getting any election results during this program today, but we can speculate, we can talk about, and if you live in one of these states, which we have a lot of listeners podcast-wise in a lot of these states with uh, Oregon and Idaho and Pennsylvania, Kentucky, North Carolina, if you live in these states and you listen to the program, email me, network at gmail.com. I'm very curious on what the vibe is, what the feel is of going into the ballot box today. For many of you, this is the first time to go back into the ballot box and vote since the 2020 presidential election that obviously left a lot of bad taste in our mouths as conservatives on the electoral process, potential voter fraud, things that are going on in the system, or just the fact that we just lost and we were just upset about it. So if you listen and you live in one of these states and you went to the ballot box today, email me and I'd love to hear from you and how you thought what the environment was, what the feel was from many voters uh, that were standing in line and voting today and how you feel going into election season. I am very curious and I would love to hear from you. You can email me at network at gmail.com, network at gmail.com and let me know. I would love to get your thoughts on that. We'll talk about some election stuff here in just a little bit. Don't worry. But I did promise you yesterday I didn't get a chance to do it because we were so busy with the shootings and with the Biden administration, which he did go to Buffalo, New York and talk about how bad racism is and right wing radicals and all this other crap where they try and advocate for more gun control, which, (laughs) dude, you're in Buffalo, New York. There's already gun control there. You don't get a whole lot of firearms in Buffalo, New York. But if you want to advocate for more gun control that would somehow do something any better in some way, shape or form, all the power to you. I, I guess that's what you do. So that's where he was today as he was trying to, you know, politicize another shooting, which just denigrates the victims of uh, the event that actually happened there. So we'll get to that a little bit later as well. But I did promise yesterday that we would get to some documentaries that we watched. And I know a lot of people have talked about it. So I want to kind of think about it in a different aspect 
And if you've seen it, again, I would love to hear from your thoughts on whether you believed it, whether that is the evidence that we've been looking for, or whether you need more. As some talk show hosts have said, apparently, Ben Shapiro has come out and said that, well, you know what, that's great, Dinesh D'Souza, for your 2,000 mules. That's awesome. Appreciate it. Not enough information because you didn't prove anything. You know, for those that don't know, which I highly recommend you go and watch the 2,000 mules and make up your own mind, you know, you don't need to listen to talk show hosts to tell you how to think. Yeah, or tell you what to think just to encourage you on how to think or at least to go and do your own research to agree or disagree with us. I really don't care whether you agree with me. I get a lot of emails that don't agree with me. That's awesome because you still listen to get the thoughts of conservatives or at least my personal opinion, and then you run with it or maybe help you think a little bit differently in some issues. If you want to watch it, you can go online to 2000mules.locals.com and you can watch it. you got to pay the money. It's like 30 bucks. And you watch the documentary there on Dinesh D'Souza's site. You have to sign up. You can either subscribe to his account and contribute to him, or you can just buy out the movie. And you sign up with this account, and then you can log in and do your thing. And I highly recommend everybody watch it. It's an extremely detailed, in my opinion, extremely informational documentary where it really does just make sense for those of us that are like, you know, uh, here on you know the blue collar field they go to work every day that try and put food on the table which is really hard thanks biden administration and we just watch and speculate from the outside looking in on the political field we don't have the internal evidence of the voter fraud or the voting systems or the electoral process or how things are done we're just the ones that go to the polls during voting day and actually vote and with election day today for primaries for a lot of states Going into a major midterm election where Republicans at least are up 10 points right now in the national polls on how we're supposed to take the House of Representatives easily. We could potentially take over the U.S. Senate in November as well. Primary day today for these five states that are doing it are extremely important. And as I've said many times before, that primary day is the most important election you can have because it sets the tone for the Republican Party or for your Democrat Party or however you vote. It sets the tone for your party moving forward into election time. So, yeah, I think the 2,000 mules is extremely prevalent for a date like today, and I think it's something that we need to speculate on to make sure things are done appropriately. Now, the biggest takeaway that I saw from 2,000 mules, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to give too much away, although you, you can guess what it's about. It's about the mules, it, not like the animal mules. It's like the mules that actually deliver the ballots to places, and they supposedly found the GPS coordinates, they have the video surveillance, they have photos of these quote-unquote mules in states all over the country, especially the swing states that won Biden the election, of them dropping off ballots by the tens or hundreds in these drop boxes in the middle of the night at multiple different locations. And they're getting paid to do so, which, by the way, is illegal to be paid to go and do something like that. But they were getting paid to do so, going and picking them up at places, dropping them off at these certain ballot boxes, doing it in the middle of the night, which is really strange, and doing it all over again, over and over and over in order to get paid and get some extra cash. So very fascinating. Some people say, well, maybe there's not enough information because once it goes into the system, can you really prove that's the one that they dropped off? So it's one of those scenarios that you kind of have to catch them red-handed as it's actually happening. But to me, it starts to make sense because what happened after the election and we started claiming voter fraud and we started passing state legislation at the statewide level to try and secure 
our elections in some way, shape, or form to make sure that no fraud is happening. Now, there's always fraud that happens in every single election. The question is, how much is it actually happening? And is it enough to actually sway or alter an election outcome in some way, shape, or form? We know there's fraud, but fraud is a very generalized, vague term. Whether there's enough fraud to sway the election is the big question that's at hand. And they say, according to this documentary, yes, there was, according to Dinesh D'Souza. But what got me was after the election, when we started tightening the belt at the statewide level in Georgia and Florida and Texas and Arizona and even here in Kansas, where I reside, there were so many states that said, you know what, we need to make sure the elections are running smoothly and that we actually have a fair and free election. And we started passing laws. What was the response of the Democrats in the federal level? No, 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 no. You can't be doing that. That's racist and that's bigoted and you want people to not be able to vote and all this other garbage. We're going to start passing a federal law, which didn't pass HR 1 and HR 3. Both failed miserably. They didn't get through, but they tried to pass them. But what have they been pushing since the end of the 2020 election? The expansion of the voting time. A push for more mail-in ballots. A push for a larger number of drop boxes for mail-in ballots or for drop mail or for the drop boxes where you can just drop in your ballot and not have to worry about it. They pushed for more of that. They pushed for ballot harvesting. And for those who don't know what it is, that's people that just go and knock on your door and say, hey, I know that you have a trouble getting to the polls because maybe you're elderly, maybe you're disabled, maybe you're whatever. We're going to take it for you and go and deliver it for you so you don't have to actually go anywhere. That has been the number one focus for them. More ballot harvesting. We need to make it more convenient for people. We need to make it easier for people to vote. Ballot harvesting, ballot harvesting. That was the number one push that they've pushed this entire time since the 2020 election, which really reconfirms that we say on this program is that when the Democrats and the progressives and the socialists get caught doing something illegal or really naughty by pushing their their socialist agenda that's unpopular, doing something they said they weren't going to do, trying to change the course of America, trying to, as Barack Obama said, fundamentally change the United States of America, when they get caught doing it, they change the rules on you. When you lose at your own game, you change the rules in the middle of the game. It's the five-year-old, the six-year-old, the ten-year-old playing the board game with the friend. And when they start to lose in Monopoly, when they start to lose in Scrabble, when they start to lose it, whatever, they change the rules in the middle of the game. No, no, you can't do that anymore. Now we're going to jump sideways in checkers. Wait, what? No, you can't do that. No, that's the rules. That's what it is. You got to do it. That's what we can do. <laughs> I can jump five people now because I jump sideways. No, you can't do that. That's against the rules. No, it's the rule now. You're allowed to. That's how they operate. So while we talk about ballot harvesting versus ballot, uh, the, the the ballot harvesting versus the ballot, um, I guess you could call it the the smuggling, ballot smuggling. Is that what you want to call it? By stealing votes, by actually taking ballots that aren't legit and dropping them into the boxes. They use it under the false name of ballot harvesting, and then you make the ballot harvesting more accessible and easier to do in other places. So that way, their job of doing the lowdown, middle of the night, sleaziness on the elections is easier for them, and they don't get caught because, well, we're just dropping it off for the community. I picked it up around my apartment complex, and I was just trying to help out because some of them are disabled or low income or may not have a vehicle. I'm just trying to help out because if you say no, then you're a racist and you don't care about the poor and you don't care about the elderly, and you don't care about the disabled or the less fortunate because you don't want their vote to actually count. So therefore, we have to have ballot harvesting. But wait a second, maybe we should just help them get to the voting booth. No, no, we're going to assist them. 
So that way we have an excuse to have someone come up with a backpack and drop off 60, 70 ballots into a mail drop box and say, ha, look at that. I was just helping out. It makes their job easier. They got caught. And now they're trying to make it look like they didn't get caught by legalizing it on the back end and making it look like these aren't the droids you're looking for. So to me, watching the documentary made total sense. And if you are in the primaries, you're not going to see a whole lot, obviously, of fraudulent activity going on in the, uh, well, maybe you could. Maybe you could. You know what? State of Pennsylvania, that's obviously been the hot topic for the last couple of days and the last week or so with the ongoing battle between Dr. Oz and Kathy Barnett and McCormick for the Senate race there in Pennsylvania. Now, according to the headlines with the Associated Press, there's also a battle going on for the governor's race in the state of Pennsylvania as well. You guys are the hotspot and the main focal point of the country right now for tonight's primary election that's going on right now. Who's to say... With the, some of the early voting in Pennsylvania, the primary election wasn't manipulated in some way, shape, or form for Democrats to try and get the most radical candidate in there to try and better their chances in the midterm election. Headline from CNN today, are Republicans about to blow the, the Pennsylvania Senate race by nominating Kathy Barnett, who's the obviously extreme right radical nut job, and she was seen with the Proud Boys and as a black woman, somehow a white supremacist in some way, shape, or form. Are they going to blow the, U, the Senate race in Pennsylvania by nominating someone like Kathy Barnett? Who's to say they don't use the same tactics to bring out the most radical candidates when they know that there's a harder chance for a Republican to win in a very purple state like Pennsylvania like that by manipulating us like they do in every race already in order for their chances to be better because they're so unpopular but making Republicans even least popular going into a general election? I don't know, but it's concerned that we need to have, I think, going into Election Day, do we not? Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. So the latest polls going into Election Day today for the state of Pennsylvania shows really a two-point margin for Dr. Oz and Kathy Barnett. McCormick kind of dropped off there. According to the latest RCP average poll from Real Clear Politics, Dr. Oz sitting at 26.8% support among Republicans, Barnett at 24.2%, McCormick dropped down to 19.6%, so Oz right now has about a 2.6% advantage. That was a poll that went through the 3rd of May to the 16th yesterday going in right into election, so that is the last poll that they showed for election day. Here's the big question, and I'm very curious on this, and this is going to really shock the waves of Republicans, which I am concerned about because I don't want us to blow it. We always do this. Do we uh, we always end up finding a way to screw up right towards election time? We're up in the polls, the Democrats are self-destructing, we point and laugh at them and instead of keeping the attention on them, sure we can work to make ourselves better and evolve as Republicans and work to try and make ourselves a better party to try and weed out the undesirables in the party. We're starting to I mean, Lisa Murkowski out of Alaska, she's pretty much said that, uh, you know, if you want a Republican, you know, voter, you know, and to vote party line, then don't vote me in because she knows that she's about to lose. Mitt Romney's considering not running for reelection. Uh, it's as much as Liz Cheney it thinks she has support. She's losing support big time. We're like 60 percent of the state counties in Wyoming have disowned her as a Republican. So, you know, good for her. She's losing support left and right while she's still saying really, 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 really stupid things. So Republicans always find a weird way to screw up, and I think the media is definitely hyping this one up for the ongoing battle between Dr. Oz and Barnett. But here's the bigger question. What's the party going to look like, and will they turn their back on a Trump endorsement as the quote-unquote MAGA crowd for Pennsylvania? Because Dr. Oz, the moderate candidate of the race, got endorsed by, by Donald Trump with the hopes that, hey, you know what, we can keep it Republican or have a Republican senator in there because Kathy Barnett is too conservative for the state that's purple, that has two very large metropolitan areas, that has a lot of support for the AOC and the socialist types within those metropolitan areas that really balances out the state to make it go one way or the other. And Barnett's just too radical and can't make it. Now, as you know, I love Kathy Barnett. We've had her on the show many times, not just for this race. We had her on when she was running for the congressional House seat in Pennsylvania before and after when she claimed voter fraud actually allowed her or, or uh, made her lose that election as well. So we've had a running history with Kathy Barnett on this program, and I find her absolutely wonderful. But she is very conservative, very staunch conservative, and Donald Trump did not choose her. Donald Trump chose Dr. Oz. So the big question is, for the guy that really leads as the face in the movement of the Republican Party now, will Republican voters go with the quote-unquote safe bet with Dr. Oz and the Donald Trump endorsement, or will they turn on Donald Trump and go with the conservative candidate with Kathy Barnett? That's 
interesting. Now, the headlines again from CNN, which, you know, take them with a grain of salt because <laughs> that's why. So CNN, are Republicans about to blow the Pennsylvania Senate race by nominating someone too radical? I also want you to be very cautious of those types of headlines as well because they always try to tell you to be safe. Go with the moderate. Go with the middle of the road. Don't want to shake the boat and rock the boat. You don't want to lose those independent voters. You don't want to lose those blue dog Democrats that could potentially vote Republican. We're trying to widen the umbrella of the Republican Party. And I also be very wary and cautious of that type of rhetoric as well, because that's what got us John McCain. And as you know, John McCain was a horrible presidential candidate. We got our butts whooped in that election, along with the second one as well, right after that for the re-election of Barack Obama, where we're like, hey, let's get another moderate candidate to try and run and think that we're going to somehow rally the base. And that's how Mitt Romney got some of the lowest Republican voter turnout in American history in the Republican Party, because he was an unpopular, very lazy kind of guy. Donald Trump was the radical. Donald Trump was the firebrand. Donald Trump was the off-beaten path that they said would never have a chance and he won by a landslide. And according to the 2000 Mules documentary, he should have won a second landslide as well. But will we go for the quote-unquote safe vote with Dr. Oz or go for the conservative with Barnett? Will we turn the backs on Trump endorsements or go with what he chose for the state? That's going to be a fascinating story by tomorrow to see who actually gets that nomination. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. So during the break, I got notification from the social media, Facebook specifically, banning one of my comments that I made on there for violating community standards. Want to know what that comment was? Yesterday during the program, and we had mentioned the documentary of 2000 mules by Denesta Souza, someone on the live feed which you can find on the Opslens page we've also shared it onto our show page and other places as well but you can go onto the Opslens O P S L E N S uh, page and watch the live stream that we have going right now and every day on that program uh, that during the feed someone had asked I can't find the documentary anywhere online where do I go to watch it so I linked it at the 2000mules.locals.com that's all I did and that comment with the link to the documentary was violating community standards and apparently got banned and kicked off social media. So, there, there you go. 
Real quickly, before we get to our guest here, excited to have uh, our guest on because it's been a while since we've chatted with him. Uh, we had mentioned going into the break that uh, the big question right now with the Pennsylvania, with election season today, primaries in North Carolina, Kentucky, Oregon, Idaho, Pennsylvania, the big race in Pennsylvania. Well, voters, Republican voters, go with the quote-unquote MAGA movement and go with Dr. Oz for the Senate race. Will they go with the conservative with Kathy Barnett and the media really hyping up, hey, got to go with the safe route, don't want to go with the radical, that's going to screw up Republicans, Republicans are going to shoot themselves in the foot. Republicans are going to harm themselves. I would like to remind you that Republicans can only harm themselves. The Democrats can't harm harm us. The Democrats are in such turmoil and dismay and panic for how unpopular they are. The only people that can harm us are ourselves. And here's what I mean. Let's just say that a state goes with the more radical, more conservative, quote-unquote, and I use radical in very loosey terms here for they can understand it. Let's say the Republicans go with a very conservative candidate that maybe is a little bit more unpopular with Democrats and independents or moderate individuals. According to them and according to many, quote-unquote, political experts, that's a bad move because you need to go with the safe route. Well, guess what? John McCain and Mitt Romney were the safe route for the Republicans in the presidential races, and you can see how well that worked out for us. Going with the quote-unquote safe route just means going with a less conservative person with a less of a principled stance just to be safe for the quote-unquote establishment or for the big government elites. When Republicans unite, we can win it, even in a purple state like Pennsylvania. It's when Republicans do the inner bickering. And the prime example of that is where I'm from here in the state of Kansas with my flagship radio station. Uh... In our state, for our governor's race four years ago, we had two candidates. Both of them were top-notch candidates. I would have supported either one of them, and I did support the candidate that did end up winning. Uh, But there was a candidate that was more conservative-ish than the other ones, but was a very controversial candidate, and he got the nomination. But because the blood was so bad between the inner bickering of the Republican Party, there were a lot of Republicans that didn't turn out to vote for him, allowing the Democrat to win. And out of our 99 counties in the state of Kansas, the current Democrat governor won with nine total counties that she won. Why? Because they were the larger populated areas and because Republicans across the state didn't turn out with enthusiasm to go and vote and they allowed it to happen. And while I say that primary elections are the most important election that we can have because it sets the tone for the party, after that, it doesn't matter whether you like them or dislike them. I would still rather have a Republican in than a Democrat in, which is why I say the primary sets the tone, and then you vote party over person in the general election. I know it's a controversial thing, and I know it's not the most ideal situation with a two-party system, but that's the way it is until we get it fixed. But going the quote-unquote more conservative or more radical approach on the primary does not mean that we lose the general. It just means Republicans have to unite whether they like them or not and then actually get them in to make sure a crazy socialist doesn't get in uh, as an alternative with the Democrats doing some really crazy stuff. Because our next guest is from the state of California where a lot of that goes on. What's trending today? As according to the Hastings Tribune, apparently there is a candidate running for U.S. Senate in California that's the part of the Socialist Workers Party. And guess what? If Republicans don't learn how to get on board and libertarians and Republicans and conservatives all working together to try and make some stuff happen, that's the craziness that's going to continue to advance in that state, which is why this guy is working to try and change a lot of that. He's the founder and president of the movement for a new California state. He also hosts the talk radio show Agenda 21 Radio. It's been way too long since you've had him on the program. Excited to have back on here, Paul Preston. Paul, how are you, my friend? Oh, 
excellent. And uh, it's nice to hear about all the things that are happening there in Kansas. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. Might as well be at home. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. It's interesting here, and, and it really happens abroad. I mean, Paul, do you agree that Republicans, we are our own worst enemy. We shoot ourselves in the foot by the inner bickering. And while I like a healthy primary to expand our ideas, to challenge our ideas, we get so emotionally involved that we end up saying, oh, I'm not going to vote for that guy if he gets the nomination, because the hell with that. And we allow Democrats to win when they're the ones self-destructing right now. Yeah, we um, we in California, uh, the Republican Party is long self-destructed. We know that. And uh, are you still there? I'm here, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. My dogs are acting up out here. But um, when the, the self-destruction in California began a long time ago with the Republican Party, and the Republican Party is... Uh, disintegrated in California to the point where it's a do-nothing, know-nothing party. It's actually blended in with the Democratic Party. And I think that's a natural evolution that happens to the party system as it starts to decay over time when when you lose your bicameral legislature, when you lose, um, well, the voting system, of course, has been corrupted out here for 20 years now. We, we can take a, a look in hindsight and see how they've used the algorithms for at least 20 years to determine who gets what race. Uh, candidates are selected for, not elected for in California any longer. Mm. And that's going to have to change. And that's why we're at this pivot point in new, with New California and California in general, is that uh, we have to fix what happened in 2020 before we can move on to 2022. And uh, we have a, a great movement going on right now in California to actually uh, challenge the electoral system uh, because of all the fraud that uh, we're finding and people are admitting to. So um, we have a bigger problem than most states because I really think that the prototype for the fraudulent election system was California to begin with. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, the 2,000 mules thing points it out very, very well. That that's, that's that's just scratching the surface of all the information. And I really have to applaud Dinesh D'Souza, who, by the way, is a supporter of the new California state movement. Uh, he came and spoke at our 7th Constitutional Convention with uh, Candace Owens, and he was absolutely loving the whole idea of New California. But he uh, he has hit a home run with this. And he you know he he got. I mean, there's so much massive data here to suss through that, and then present it in the fashion that he did, which is so poignant. Um, I I hope all of the viewers understand. There's a mount. There's a, there's a there's a Mount Everest of data that they cut out just to show you this glimpse of all the corruption uh, yeah. with the data pieces that they had. It's it's astounding. But people get the message. Uh, our local Tea Party last night, we had our premiere for New California on Saturday night a week ago. And last night, the Tea Party to a packed house here in, uh, in Yuma City, California, Southern County, had a packed house again. Uh, some of them were repeat offenders, <laughs> had to see it again. But uh, everybody just left awestruck like, you know, because all the things that we've been talking about, they're going, you know, Paul, you were right. You guys have been right all along. This is really a dirty system. Sure. It has to be fixed. And people are getting that determination now. We're going to fix this and, and take care of it because clearly in California, the system is run by a cartel. And we know this now. It's a cartel that's operated out of, of Mexico. And they operate the other bases basically in San Diego. And they determine who's going to win and who's not. They work very carefully with the California Republican Party. And uh, that's the Republicans that we have now. Wow. 
It is sad. Yeah, it is really sad. But at least, like you said, people are starting to wake up to this and the pendulum hopefully is starting to swing the other direction yeah. and, and starting to change right now, which is good news. I mean, Gavin Newsom obviously has lost all support and that he's not going to win anything else. He's going to be done. He's out. Uh, the, the, the radical left wing Democrats in California have had their time and they're still going to have some strongholds. But if you guys are able to actually separate and actually able to start something different there and let people that haven't had a voice for so long actually be able to have a voice, that's going to be so refreshing to people in California. Oh, well, California is a deeply red state. And, you know, because of our lawsuits and so on that we've had about the election in 2020, we've had to employ a number of people who could do the numbers, the algorithms and plot out, you know, which county had what, people and or what votes and so on and right away our people told us that california was a deep red state in fact the numbers that we have which have not been denied which have not been denied by anybody and donald trump uses our numbers by the way but has not been denied or challenged by anybody in this state our numbers show that donald trump won california with 15 million 15 800,000 million votes now look at this is 15 million 800,000 is an amazing number but joe biden only had four million yeah. And what this shows you the gravity, the size and the scope about the so-called ballot trafficking and the ballot harvesting, because, yeah, they had to ballot traffic and they had to ballot harvest, but they also had to flip the votes. We know that they flipped the votes. We have the evidence that they flipped the votes. We're talking about Alex Padilla and Gavin Newsom and Shirley Weber, who's the current uh, secretary of state, uh, Alex Padilla, who's sitting in as the senator for uh, Kamala Harris. It's a perfect deal for him. He was the Secretary of State. That he flip, he chose to flip the votes on the night before the the the, uh, the certification had to go into Congress. That he knows he did. We've we've caught the certification paper. There is no signature on the certification paper from the Secretary of State. Only from the governor. Uh, his his is a blank one. Shirley Weber, on April seventh, after Alex Padilla went to the Senate, Shirley Weber finally signed the certification for the twenty twenty election. On April 7th, and she wasn't even the Secretary of State. So, you know, there's a lot of those big questions, but we have been running, um, we have been serving declarations or sometimes known as affidavits on the, uh, elected officials. And we, uh, the person who wrote them for us is a former 25 uh, year prosecuting attorney from Orange County and Butte County, never lost a trial, and uh, he's got a great conviction rate on fraud, and fraud was his specialty. And uh, we've put out these declarations, and guess what? We've got a 13, 13 of the county clerk recorders have either resigned or stepping down. Wow. Out of 58 counties right now. That's amazing. Paul, hold on to that thought. we got to take a hard break here real quick. It's Paul Preston, the New California State Movement. NewCaliforniaState.com is the website. Go and check them out. I want to continue this conversation when we come back as we go through Election Day for a no Tuesday on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. With Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. 
Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right we are. It's what we do every day. I don't know anything else. I don't know how to do anything else. So I guess that's what we'll do on the program all day long. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, radio stations all over the place. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a post-Monday celebration. Election Tuesday for five states today with their primaries. The big one, obviously, all eyes are on Pennsylvania. That'll be interesting to see what happens there. Will people turn from the MAGA movement? Will they go conservative with Kathy Barnett? Will they go with the safe route of the Donald Trump endorsement of Dr. Oz and that election? Right now we're hanging out with Paul Preston, founder president of the new movement, uh, the movement for a new California state, also host of Agenda 21 Radio. You can find their website online at newcaliforniastate.com. Paul, when we talk about voter fraud, which I know, like you said, California is just riddled with it all over the place. It's not even a fair election in any way, shape, or form. When this documentary comes out with 2,000 Mules and we see all the ballot harvesting that's going on and all the ballot trafficking that's going on, to me, it was the eye-opener of, you know what, that makes total sense why after the election, when we started claiming there was something weird going on and we didn't quite know it, but we just felt it that something was off here, the first thing they started pushing was we need more early voting, we need more drop boxes, and we need more ballot harvesting in different states because it helps cover their tracks. Like it, it makes complete sense to me, doesn't it? It's there. They have to cover their tracks. And the reason why they have to cover their tracks is because they know that this time everybody's going to walk in with a, a, an absentee ballot and they're going to force them to give them what's called a polling ballot, which means they surrender their absentee ballot and they use the polling ballot. And of course, that throws off their 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 algorithms. This is the thing that Donald Trump discovered. That's why he wanted everybody to vote in mass and to vote in person. Is that once you have a solid ballot right there and you run it through the tabulator, they're no longer using the absentee ballot. Now, what that means is is that they're going to have to use the total number of ballots that were walked in first and foremost before anything else. But then that what that's what they discovered the night of the election 
they discovered that there were way more votes for Donald Trump than they had anticipated. <laughs> now, they had preset and predetermined what the algorithm was going to be. It was going to be um, uh, 25% more for for Biden and, and less than 25% for Trump. So he would have gotten 0.75 value for a vote and Biden 1.25. But it, what happened was they got it. They did not do early voting like they've done this time when and put out the ballots early like they've done this time. And here's the reason is because when they figured out that he had too many votes, they had to change the algorithm and they had to they had to stop everything. That's why they stopped in the middle of this whole thing. They stopped in the middle of the night and they actually had to do the recalculation for the algorithm to work with all the computers all throughout the United States. Because remember, these things are connected to the Internet. Dominion and others are absolutely bald-faced lying when they tell you that they're not. So anyway, so they recalculated it and they changed it to a point seven zero for Trump to a 1.25 for Biden. And that pushed the numbers way up, but it wasn't enough in Philadelphia. They still needed um, extra ballots to be processed and voted for for Biden. And they had the same problem in California. And that's why when they had to do the, finally, the, in California, the frustration was, that they they had too many ballots for uh, Biden or for Trump, so they had to do something. So they just flipped the votes around, made it easy on everybody. That's what they're hiding from now. There was a study. Um, one of, there was a whistleblower that blew the whistle in Sacramento, California. The county clerk did, and we ran some studies down there. And we found Dominion on December fifteenth. Are you ready for this? On December fifteenth, caught Dominion red-handed tabulating ballots putting it in, making ballots in their, their ballot-making machine and counting ballots for Joe Biden to add to that that total number. So what they discovered was that if they put the ballots out early and the voting starts early, then it makes it easier for them to cheat, like you say, because now they'll, they'll have an idea who's going to win by Election Day, and they can make sure they've got their calculations to match who they think is supposed to win and of course, that's the the big tell. They're they're getting told in advance who really should win, and of course, they knew who they really want to have win. They've got the people selected already, so they're going to run the calculations to make sure those people electronically get elected. Sure. That's the it's it's as old as the you know. Of course, they're going to cheat. They are. <laughs> They've been getting away with it for years. Yeah, they've been and, doing uh, it for years, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and this ballot trafficking is no different. we got about 20 seconds here, but your thoughts real quickly on the Pennsylvania election. Do you think the Republicans are going to go with the Dr. Oz Trump endorsement or go with the conservative Kathy Barnett? Uh, yeah, I, I think, well, I like both, but I think they'll probably go with Oz. I hope there's a place for Barnett in the future. Sure. Uh, all good conservatives need to be there. But visit NewCaliforniaState.com and get the real scoop on California. I Thank you it. very much. Oh, yeah, NewCaliforniaState.com. Go check out the website. Paul, it's great to have you on the program. I've missed chatting with you. Let's get you back on again here real soon. It's always a pleasure. And I want to get some updates on where you guys are at legally trying to get this new state going. So we'll do that next time we get you on the program. That does it for us today. Podcast up in just a little bit. Goes by way too fast. Back at it again tomorrow. Big show lined up for you tomorrow. Don't miss it. Until then, be your own voice of reason. This is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch The Voice of Reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on 
religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course, yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.